We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together, we work together, we respect each other, we like and love each other. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide in WBC Boxing TV. 37 make that 38 plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, I am your ever so modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Gloves champion. I've won a couple of awards for boxing. So supposedly I know a little bit about boxing, but I've always found that the average fan has a different perspective of the sport. So in view of last night's great fight there, of course, on ESPN, I'm talking about Jose Ramirez losing the uh, a portion of the 140-pound crown, of course, for the Undisputed champion now, Josh Taylor of Glasgow, Scotland. We'll hear from Josh in a little bit, but the bottom line is it was a class act on ESPN, no doubt about that. The right guy won the end of the night. We've got a star in the U.K. that could probably fill a soccer stadium, and that's good for the business and the sport of boxing. Open phone lines all around the planet, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. If you're thinking about the Twitch thing, the Twitch broadcast is dead for this weekend. We'll talk about that later in the show, but it'll be up and rocking for the next week's show, both Saturday and Sunday. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, comes to you on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, except for today. But we're coming to you live on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, channel 217, and like a thousand other internet platforms, including iHeartRadio.com. So straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated, but never duplicated. Find out why. My guests today include Sir Kenneth Rainford from the UK, the UK's the aforementioned world champion. I'm talking about Mr. Josh Taylor. We'll hear from Dr. Netan Sati, the brain doctor, and boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer as well. That and more today on the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, sponsored by the World Boxing Council. Oh, bag of down to the nightclub. Uh-huh. You can get what you want. You can know how to to the nightclub. Ooh, we'll be slink, slink, slink. 
Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no co-pays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's R-E-X-M-D Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800 Again, that's 800 Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Now the fun begins. Sounds of the mighty Tower of Power, the boys from Oakland, California. Of course, the band leader, Emilio Castillo. Those guys have been rocking since 1968. Check it, towerofpower.com. They've got some new Cuddy Calls of Musical Drops. I think they were called records when I was a kid. But the bottom line is, they're no longer CDs. They're called Musical Drops, according to the Cutman. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, to WBC Boxing TV as well. We had a war going on last night. Well, it was a war for, of sorts at 140 pounds. Of course, Josh Taylor coming to us from Glasgow, Scotland, coming in unbeaten, 17 fights. People said, ah, he ain't all that much. Plus, he's from England, right? Well, bottom line was he was favored in this fight, and some of the odds had it 2-1, to 3-1. One, to one. one even had it 4.5 to 1, but the bottom 
bottom line is, when it came fight time, it was an engaging battle between two willing warriors. No doubt about that. Josh Taylor and Jose Ramirez. Of course, Jose Ramirez down in the sixth round and again in the seventh round. In the seventh round, especially hard and failing boxing 101. I mean, boxing trainer Robert Garcia. Sorry, pal. I hate to knock you on this one, but... He came up second again, he came in second again, but this time your guy showed boxing flaws. I'm talking about stepping out of that clinch with his hands not, with his chin up in the air and his hands not in position. Bottom line is he was dropped. I mean, dropped so hard. He was out on, the, he was out on the way down. Of course, I thought he got woken up by the canvas at the end of the night. Of course, uh, he lasted a 12 rounds fight, 12 rounds and it lasted uh, 36 minutes. Of course, the fight went to the scorecards, 114-112 all across the three scorecards. That was the same score that the boxing PhD, who we'll hear from at hour number two, Mr. Socrates Palmer, had as well. So, bottom line is, Mr. Taylor, a deserving winner, no doubt about that. Let's check in with the champ post-fight. All right, we're here with the new undisputed junior welterweight champion of the world, still getting sorted out with all the new belts. Josh, describe the feeling. Well, listen... I'm, I'm ecstatic, you know. Um, I've trained my whole life for this man. I've, I've dedicated my whole life for this moment. I've dreamt of it so many times over, man. I'm so, I'm so, so happy. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm over the moon, man. I'm over the moon. I've trained it. Um, I've trained for this moment all my life. Mum, Dad, Finch, Danielle. I told you I would do it. I told you I would do it. We've done it. All the, all the hard work's paid off. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. Someone who was crucial in your road to Undisputed and who planted that seed was Ken Buchanan, the first Scottish Undisputed champion in the two-belt era. Now you've done it in the four-belt era. What message do you want to send to him? What does he mean to you? I'm just like you, champ. I did it just like you. I'll see you when I get home. Much love. He's a legend. I'm a legend. You gave me so much inspiration to do this. And uh, I'm just like you. I'll see you soon, champ. Now you said you were going to stop him. He said he was going to stop you. What do you think helped get him up off that canvas in the sixth and the seventh round? Oh, I've got nothing but love for Ramirez. I mean, all this week, this week was no disrespect. It was all just part of the mind games to get inside his head, to make him more eager to jump in at me and make him more aggressive, to use his aggression against him. We said that all week in the, in the build-up. We're going to use his aggression against him. And that's what we did. We played the games up, up until this week. It was just purely getting his head. There was no disrespect. It was all, it's all love. I've got nothing but love and respect for Ramirez. I think he was a great champion, a great ambassador for the sport. And I've got nothing but respect for him. And I wish him all the best in the future. I've got a, I'm going to go get, talk to Jose in a few minutes. But it was a very touching moment when he came up to you. You gave each other a hug. What was said between two warriors? It was just nothing but respect and love, you know. Um, he wasn't happy with the way, obviously, my, my mannerism through the week. But I said to him, listen, it was no disrespect. It was all just to get inside your head and make you more aggressive. And that's what I did. And he accepted it. He accepted my apology for maybe the way I was acting. And uh, we're all good. So he wished me all the best and he blessed me well with my family. So he's a really good person. On the broadcast, your performance was described as sublime, athletic, excellent boxing Power, of course. How would you describe what you just did tonight in the ring against another elite fighter in Jose Ramirez? I thought it was a great performance. You know, at times I gave him a little bit more success than, you know, I could have gave him by holding my feet and letting him get his punches off. If I kept moving like I did a few times, he would have never got near me the whole 12 rounds. It would have been a shutout. Um, I thought the scorecards were a little bit tight. I thought they were well wider than that. You know, um, 
I wasn't too happy with the, the selection of the judges, but I wasn't going to moan because I was so confident in winning this fight anyway. So, and it's told, you know, two knockdowns. And I won most of the rounds, and it's this scored at 1-1-4, 1-1-12, I think it was, which is a bit too close for my liking. So basically, if you hadn't scored those knockdowns, it would have been a draw. So yeah, did you believe that going in? What were the instructions that, that Ben was giving you that worked for you, especially down the stretch? Because it seemed you were conserving some energy for that final run. No, I wasn't conserving energy. I was boxing him. I was boxing him, using his aggression against him and picking him off, you know, using my jab, using the feints, making him hesitant to come in. And when he came in, I, I made him pay for it a couple of times by, by decking him and putting him on his backside. You know, so that's, that was the plan all along, to box him and keep smart, not to conserve energy. I could have fought that 12 rounds at a frantic pace if I wanted to, but that wasn't the smart plan to do. You've cleaned out 140 pounds. You went through Baranchik. You went through Postal. Uh, you went through Regis Prograde. Now you've gone through Jose Ramirez. What is next for you? I don't know. I don't know. We'll take it as it comes. You know, the, the options aren't going to be short of what's coming next. But listen, there's a new Warrior King. On the, on the map, and it's from Bonnie, Scotland. And that's uh, the third Mexican I've beaten in a row. You know, so there we go. He's from New Warrior King, and he's from Scotland. Let's do it. Anybody who wants to fight, let's go. You know, I remember when I was the king of Scotland. No, I never boxed there. I was the number one boxing writer from, the, from America. Of course, I would write in the Glasgow Sunday Post, which had a 1.5 million Sunday circulation. It was a Sunday paper. It only came out once a week, but it was the voice of Scotland, without a doubt, of course. And I had this weekly column, and it was sort of cool, and they paid me a few bucks to do it. But I remember one time I went to a fight in the UK. I think it was a Princeton Seaman Med fight. Maybe I'm repeating myself here. But the bottom line is some lady pictured me and called me from out of the crowd. Some fan called me out of the crowd and called me out of something I had written in the Glasgow Sunday Post. So those were the good times writing in newspapers, no doubt about that. So Josh Taylor drops Ramirez twice. Had he not dropped him twice, the fight would have been a draw. Now, that would have been a bit of a crime. But then I've got to tell Mr. Uh, Mr. Taylor here, you've got to be a bit more aggressive. I think he was sort of cocky. In other words, he's handling this guy. He dropped him twice. He's handling him. And he sort of got complacent, I think, to extent. I think that's the word he wanted to use here, complacency. And I think that doesn't work in professional boxing because, you know, it almost bit him in the butt. I mean, when the scores are 114, 112 across the board, including the scorecards submitted by our boxing PhD, Socrates Palmer, is coming up in hour number two. You know the fight was close. With two knockdowns, the fight was close. Ramirez won his share of rounds, and he won his share of rounds by being aggressive and trying to go to the body. And that was his forte. I mean, that was his. That was that was what he did. That was that was it. I mean, outside of going to the body, he didn't really score too much to Taylor's head. Taylor takes a good punch, and at the end of the day, I think the 140-pound world champion returns to Glasgow, Scotland, with his buddy Ken Buchanan. Of course, Ken Buchanan, the guy that bitched and moaned for like 35 or 40 years about Roberto Duran hitting him low. Of course, knocking him out in that 1972 World um, Lightweight bout at Madison Square, Madison Square Garden in June of 1972. But Kenny Buchanan was was bitching about that at the International Boxing Hall of Fame, I guess, about about 10 or 15 years ago. And I think he might have had a couple of ales. They, that's what they call beers over there in, in the U.K. So anyway, he's going he's going off how Duran fouled him and this and that. I said, well, how many rounds do you think you won before Duran fouled you? I mean, how many rounds did you win? I don't think he won a minute in all those rounds. He didn't. Okay? So that shut him up real quick. He didn't have no more to say. But the bottom line is, Kenny Buchanan back, uh, backing Josh Taylor, both guys from Scotland, no doubt about the pride of Scotland. And what's good about the game of boxing is that this kid can go over to the U.K. and he can draw Terrence Crawford over there. He can draw, you know, do 40,000 people in a stadium. Who can do that? Uh, Crawford can't draw 8,000 people in Omaha, Nebraska at $2 a ticket. Okay, so, I mean, he's a guy with nowhere to go. 
he he backed out of the Spence fight. When I say he backed out, he didn't want to give Spence 60-40. He didn't want to split 50-50. Each guy wanted 60-40. Of course, Spence now, the undefeated lad out of Texas, going to take on Manny Pacquiao, the faded warrior, 42 years old, WBA champion, of course, coming to us from out of the Philippines. That's a bit sad. In some people's mind, it's a mismatch, but then in other people's mind, it's a competitive match because of the fact that, you know, Spence, although he's around 30, and of course, he's young and undefeated and bright and always looks like he's on a marijuana buzz. Just kidding. Uh, but the bottom line is, he flipped out of that car at 105 miles an hour. And when you do that, I just don't think you can ever be the same again. And when it'll come to, uh, into, uh, when it'll come into play, I think, is when Manny catches him with that left hand cross. Cause see, the problem with fighting Manny Pacquiao is you don't see his punches coming a lot of times. The punches that, that knock you out don't see you. Miguel Cotto, I didn't see him. And the ones that, that's what he didn't see the punches coming at him. A lot of guys don't see Manny's punches because he's a southpaw. He punches very in an unorthodox manner without a doubt. And he shoots those, even now he's shooting right hooks. I mean, early on, he was just a one-arm bandit throwing a left cross, much like the uh, Deontay Wilder. We'll talk about that in a bit. Of course, Wilder and Fury are going to rumble again. But Wilder is the ultimate, the ultimate in the one-trick pony. I mean, only the right hand. But back in the day when Pacquiao was first breaking out, 122 pounds, 126 pounds, he was limited. All he had was that left cross. Of course, Freddie Groach took him to school. He's become a much better fighter, a much complete fighter. But at 42 years old, taking on Earl Spence, who's in his prime, his athletic prime, will that be a mismatch or will it be a great upset? We'll see. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing MMA. We take it to the UK after the break. Bring in Sir Kenneth Rainford, our boxing saint. No doubt about that. Sir Kenny and more on Ring Talk Live Worldwide after the break. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Byline. Let's do it. Anybody who wants to fight, let's go. Check it. 26 minutes past the hour. Hour in the morning is two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC. Of course, you can check out the World Boxing Council on their website at WBCBoxing.com. Straight up. No live stream today. We'll get that together. It's in the repair shop. We'll have that down and ready to go next Saturday. Of course, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 217, and a plethora of other internet platforms. Bottom line is, we're talking boxing on the uh, Sports Byline broadcast now. We can't seem to get the connection with Sir Kenny Rainford talking about how weak internet connections on the East on the in the UK or something like that. Bottom line is we'll be trying to do that. So now we'll we'll we'll, we'll switch into a segment I'll call Hector and I. Of course, Hector Martinez and I have been friends since 1973. Big boxing buddies. We trained together, almost lived together as far as boxing and living and dying together as far as boxing was concerned. But this point in time, it's 1983, January 1983, and Pepino Cuevas, the former Mexican welterweight champion, is going to take on Roberto Duran, the former lightweight champion, at the L.A. Sports Arena. This is on the USC campus, University of Southern California campus down there in January of 1983. Now, of course, Hector's driving, so that means we're going to be late to the event, okay? So we're driving around Los Angeles, and we're late trying to find this arena, and we ask a police officer. Now, I'm a police officer at the time, so being a police officer, I asked a police officer for directions, and he swore at me and Called me all kinds of filthy names the whole nine yards, and, and, and Hector drove away and said, now do you see how the police treat people? And I, I was, like, blown away by it. I mean, I'm, I'm a cop. I was blown away by it. I wanted to get out of the car and tell this guy, you know who you're talking to? I didn't even bother. But the bottom line was, I guess that was sort of a, a portrait of the LAPD that I would later see in the media. But that's the way they treated me down there. So we get to the arena, 
And, you know, Roberto Duran and, and Cuevas are going back and forth. And Cuevas checks Duran, I think, in the third round with that vaunted left hook, you know, the one that broke a whole lot of jaws and, and made him welterweight champion with limited skills. I mean, Pepino Cuevas, if that was a guy, I'm not trying to say I thought I could have beat Cuevas, but I could have stayed away from that hook. That's all he had was that left hook. But yet he knocked out guys and Harold West, I mean, he knocked out a lot of good guys. He beat some good guys, no doubt about that. So he and Duran are poised and he can't, he clocks Duran in the, like, the third round. Duran just looks at him blinks at him. Was that all you got? Anyway, bottom line is the fight was stopped in the fourth round. I think the referee that night was Dr. Referee uh, James Jen Kin. Of course, the, the famed doctor from down there, my buddy, the boxing doctor, but he's also a referee. So the fight stopped. We go to the post-fight press conference, and I remember it was really a buzz, man, because, you know, this is like it's Mexico versus Mexico sort of because, you know, Duran's half Mexican. He's Mexican and Panamanian, so he's mixed there. And the bottom line was, you know, there's a lot of Mexicans in Los Angeles, and they filled the sports arena that night thinking that their hero, Pepino Clavis, would be able to silence the man from Panama. Well, it didn't happen that way. So Duran's coming down the escalator. He's talking about being reborn, this kind of stuff. So we take off afterwards and we're heading in uh in a car, a rental car, and Hector's got this address and this is before GPS and that kind of stuff, right? And you're driving around LA and there's nothing worse than being in LA and you don't know LA. I mean you just don't know. So we're driving around and around and around. Finally we get to this house in East LA and it's Duran's relatives and there's a, they're gonna have a little celebration party and this and that. So Roberto's not there yet because I think Roberto got lost trying to find the place. Anyway, so we finally get there. Roberto shows up, he jumps out of a van, and he looks up at the sky, he says something to the guy, this and, and he jumps down to do a push-up and kisses the ground. And that was sort of like a significant moment in his life because he was back in the boxing world. Of course, later on that year, he would go on and be the underdog against Davey Moore in June of 1983. Of course, a decided underdog, 3-1 to one underdog for the WBA Junior Middleweight Championship against the undefeated kid from New York City. Of course, that didn't end, that didn't end too well for Mr. Moore in the eighth round. Of course, the referee Ernesto Magana let that beating go on way, way, way too long. And then Roberta went on to take on Marvelous Marvin Hagler, of course, the undisputed world middleweight champion, the man that had beaten everybody that had beaten him. The two guys that had beaten him, Marvin took care of that. He cleaned up all his old business, no doubt about that. Marvin was the man at 160. And here was this short little guy, this little guy with the little arms. Talk about the lightweight champion, former lightweight champion who started out at 122 pounds as a boxer. Here he is, pot-shotting the world middleweight champion. I mean, pot-shotting him. And after 12 rounds, guess who was up after 12 rounds? Well, it wasn't Marvin Hagler. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So Duran, of course, a smaller guy, as I said, 25 pounds, naturally smaller than Marvin Hagler, would lose the 13th and the 14th and the 15th round, basically because he was gassed. He was tired. Had there been a 12-round fight, history might have been a whole lot different. But the bottom line was that was one of the travels. I remember going home on the plane, and Hector and I don't travel too well. In fact, we had some nightmares as far as travels come. But I remember going home on the plane. That was a very happy return, no doubt about that. Roberto Duran back on top, and that was his year, 1983. People thought he was done, of course, coming off the Kirkland Lang loss early uh, the year before in 1982, of course, on ESPN. A big, big guy, like a 5-1, to 6-1 to one favorite over Lang. Lang just outworked uh, and out of shape Roberto Duran. And you can get Duran. That's, that's what was a problem with Roberto. Is that, and, and I think Larry Merchant pulled that out, pointed that out. He said he had a hard time getting him in shape time at fight after fight. In other words, he'd get in shape for one fight, and then he wouldn't get in shape for another fight. Okay, in other words, you know, he'd be sort of lackluster in this, and he gets fat in between fights, and of course, in 1983, he kept his act together. Two and one, that was his record, and of course, 
beating Marvin, almost beating Marvin Hagler was a significant accomplishment for a man from 122 pounds as a professional. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Uh, Sir Kenneth Rainford having Skype problems as far as the phone lines are concerned. But when I talked to Kenny earlier today, he was thinking that the strategy put forth by Josh Taylor was not all that convincing. In other words, he thought that Kenny thought that they should have put more into it, should have been a bit more aggressive, should have been throw, throwing more punches down the stretch. And as I said, complacency set in there. The, the young cornerman, the 27-year-old cornerman that was guiding uh, Josh Taylor last night, I don't think that he put the fire to put the, you know, listen, you got to put your foot on the pedal and step on it and keep on it. You don't let off. I think he let off. He dropped him twice in the sixth and the seventh round. That set, that drop in the seventh round, especially when he was concussed hitting the canvas, talk about Ramirez. I mean, the fact that he got up and afterwards he said he was never hurt and that kind of good stuff. Well, you weren't hurt, but you were sleeping. I mean, had you just like been able to suspend it in air right there, you'd have been snoring. That's how you were knocked out. I mean, this just cop to it. Anyway, bottom line is at the end of the night, it was a competitive effort, a competitive effort on both men's part. We have a new king in boxing. As I said, he'll sell out stadiums in the UK, and that's the way you want to go, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA, open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the boxing world abuzz because of the fact that the Anthony Joshua fight with Tyson Fury will not happen. Wait, wait. Didn't we just say last week that that fight was signed and ready to go? I mean, wasn't it signed and ready to go? I mean, it was done. It was, it was happening. Right? Well, it ain't happening no more. An arbitrator jumped in. An arbitrator is a, uh, was well, an independent third party, like a judge, but not going to trial. That sort of rules on legal matters, okay? And and the bottom line was Tyson Fury and and Deontay Wilder had a clause in their contract where they could go to arbitration afterwards. Well, evidently this was binding arbitration because what the arbiter said stood. What I'm trying to tell you is most arbitrations are non-binding. You sort of recommend something, but when it's binding arbitration, that dictates what's going to go down. So the arbitrator said that Tyson Fury must have a third fight with Deontay Wilder that was part of their contract, and it should take place next. So you're thinking that Deontay Wilder would take a bunch of money and step out? No. He's going to take a bunch of money and fight Fury the third time. What can he do the third time if he didn't do the second or the first or the second time? I don't know. I mean, they had 19 rounds together, right? And Fury won 17 rounds. So uh, what more do you want? 17 out of 19 rounds. He got dropped in those two rounds he lost. I think it was the fifth and the the twelfth round. Or the fifth and yeah, I think the fifth and the twelfth round against Deontay Wilder. Outside of that, he was a command the entire time. So what do you think Deontay Wilder can do in the third fight that he couldn't do in the first and the second fight? I mean, even if he brings in his trainer, okay, his new trainer, Malik Scott, okay, so Malik was a, a guy that, what did, um, Socrates Palmer said he takes a better dive than Greg Luganis, and Greg Luganis was a an Olympic diver, a gold medalist. So I don't know what he was trying. I know what he was implying there is that you know Malik Scott took a dive against Deontay Wilder. Possible? We'll talk about that with Socrates Palmer at hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. But Sir Kenneth was telling me had Barry McGuigan. Had Josh Taylor just stuck with Barry McGuigan's strategy and just to stay on top of him, I mean, stay on, not, not box that much. I mean, I think Josh Taylor wanted to look pretty. In other words, a lot of British boxers, you know, they're gritty and tough and all that kind of stuff, and they like to fight with their face, but he tried to put on a different, tried to portray a little different, uh, perspective of British boxing last night by being able to move and stick and move side to side. I mean, I mean, I got to tell you, outside of Ramirez like throwing some good body shots, Ramirez just didn't put it together. And the reason why he didn't put it together was the jab was coming at him. One, two, 
hooks, straight lefts, and there was a variety of punches from the left-hander, and that kept Mr. Ramirez at bay for the rest for the rest of the night, for the most of the night. Anyway, 27-1, his record drops, of course, to 27-1. No shame in that. Former 140-pound champion, he can go home and tell his people, you know what, at one point in time, I was world champion. But at the end of the day, the right guy won because he deserved the win. There's no doubt about that. Josh Taylor deserved the win. I had a little bit further than 114-112, but boxing's PhD Socrates Palmer said that he almost lost. He had it 114-112. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, checking your inside look into the world of boxing, MMA. Coming up on today's show, Dr. Nitin Seti. Who is he? He is the chief uh, brain doctor for the New York State Athletic Commission, uh, amongst some other titles he's got regarding you know, boxing and neurology. Straight up, we'll hear from him in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Let's do it. Anybody who wants to fight, let's go. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. If you don't know how to do something, don't think that Google can solve everything. Instead, it makes a lot more sense to pay a few hundred dollars or even a few thousand to have an expert who's been successful teach you how to do it. Because even though additional education will cost you money up front, it will more than pay for itself. Free courses are available, but they only scratch the surface. Paying to dig deep into a topic and really learn is the best bet. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's Small Business Month, and Dell Technologies and Windows are celebrating your unstoppable drive. Save up to 45% on powerful PCs with Windows 10 Pro to work from anywhere, plus top monitors and docks for the ultimate business setup, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right business tech, server, storage, and cloud solutions at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL for Small Business Month savings. I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812 Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez brought to you by the WBC the World Boxing Council right here on Sports Byline Miss you a lot. It's been long enough. Can we talk? The great Lenny Williams, of course, on Sports Byline, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My man Lenny Williams, of course, got a new album out, a new drop. I keep saying albums, but can't. Cuddy keeps telling me they're drops, okay? He's got a new drop out. Um, and that's one of them. Check it out. It is at LennyWilliams.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the World Boxing Council. Of course, you can check out the WBC on their website, WBCBoxing.com. The WBA, I take it back to WBO and WBC featherweight champion of the females is Amanda Serrano. Of course, amazing athlete, 40 and win, one with one draw and 30 KOs. Of course, that's, that's pretty epic as far as world of the world of boxing is concerned. But on June the 11th, she's going to take place in an, she's going to take part in an MMA fight. She's going MMA, full contact. It's going to be her third MMA fight. She's got one fight with one win and one draw. So she's won 0 and 1. But the bottom line is, this is stepping it up to another level. And I'm not, I'm not a proponent of, of mixed martial arts to the point where I think that boxers should cross over. I think that if they're making some money as far as boxing is concerned, I think a man is doing okay for a female. She's on top of her game, so she must be doing okay as a female champ, boxing champion. But I think that what she's trying to do is allure somebody to allure somebody into a boxer versus kick fighter match, you know, like Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. I mean, let's be honest. The fight was a farce, but it made all kinds of money. Speaking of all kinds of money, the UFC brought in $890 million last year. Of course, they gave the fighters 10 bucks. That's right. 890. Kenny's ready to go. Hey, let's go with Sir Kenneth Rainford from the UK. Kenny, are you there? I am indeed. Right on. <laughs> Kirk Kenneth, we had some technical difficulties there. Let's talk about Josh Taylor last night. Glasgow, Scotland's what he call home, calls home. I thought he was, uh, brilliant at times, but I thought he sort of got complacent there. Yeah, for me, he did too much boxing. These two fighters uh, were, were made to line each other's chest and bang away, and it didn't seem to happen. Uh, you know, the new corner team seemed to want him to box more, use his, use his right jab and straight shots. Um, I, I feel two fights ago, um, Taylor would have uh, maybe been with a shot of, uh, of of stopping him. You know. But but so so the corner in my mind the corner was was blowing it because we're sitting here screaming at the TV at least I am and a couple of my buddies were at different TVs or computer screens where having happened to be watching the fight because we can see him not doing what he should be doing if you're going to dominate a fight dominate it don't go out there and try to showcase showboat and I think that Josh Taylor sort of got caught up in his own press releases to an extent in his own hype and the corner told him you know not not to go out there and take care of business in the twelfth round that was that was almost a fatal mistake. Take. Echoes of the same thing with Wilder and Tyson Fury. The first time around, just box him, just box him, just box him, you know? Second time around, different change of team, and Tyson Fury went at Wilder and stopped him. And I just think, I just don't think it's, you know, Ben, ben Davis is obviously a good trainer, but 
Taylor, Taylor for me needs a trailer, trainer like McGuigan. Barry McGuigan. Is that what you're talking about? Or his yeah, son? Yeah, but, but son, you know, his son, his son had him as well. Okay. How good, how, how good is the son? You know, Barry and I, let, let me tell you a little story about Barry McGuigan. He was training for Stevie Cruz. He was in Palm yeah. Springs. We were training at the Canyon Hotel, the Palm Canyon Hotel down there in Los, in, in Palm Springs. Roberto Duran was there. He was going to fight Robbie Sims, I think. So anybody, but, uh, Barry was going to take on Stevie Cruz. And Barry and I ran a couple times in the morning. He was a great runner, no doubt about that. I mean, not quite as quick as Ray Leonard, but he's a pretty good runner. So he wouldn't, um, he didn't want to expose himself to the heat that much. In other words, he trained in a, in a tent that was sort of air conditioned and things like that. He really didn't want to get out there in the sun. And then Barney Eastwood put him in 106 degree sun and with a broken eardrum to boot. So Eastwood called me that morning. These guys sued each other. You know that Eastwood and Barry McGuigan sued each other. And Eastwood, uh, and Eastwood had called me that morning and said to me, Pedro, what do you think about Barry? What, 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 what? What happened if a fighter fought with a broken eardrum? I said, well, I think he'd have some balance problems in this and that, blah, 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 blah. And Barry fought with a broken eardrum, and then Barney Eastwood took him to court afterwards, and somehow Barney Eastwood won that lawsuit. So anyway, enough of that. McGuigan is a trainer. Good guy. Yeah, he's, he's a very good very good trainer, very good trainer. But he's the kind of trainer that, that, um, that Taylor needs because it's his style of fighting. Inside, working the body, um... You know, you, you know, that, that was the fight I thought we were going to see. I thought we were going to see a telephone booth, close, close quarters combat, banging away. Whichever fighter was the fitter, more determined fighter was going to get it, but it turned out to be a boxing lesson. And when he was inside, he was like dominant. The uppercut, the body shots, I mean, he dropped him twice on the inside. Yeah, but he also took a tremendous left hook to the body himself in the first round. I don't know if you saw that yourself, but. He took it real well, and that, that for me, said he was in good condition. Okay. The kid came over without an entourage. I mean, there wasn't nobody there. Was his family even in the house? I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. And I, I don't know what's going on because there was no no TV exposure over here for the fights at all. There was not a channel in Great Britain, um, Sky, BT. None of them carried the fights, and I, I find that mind-blowing. Wait, 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 wait. You're trying to tell me that Josh Taylor... The undefeated champion from Scotland didn't get any UK TV for this fight at all? Not at all. Wow. Wow. Not at all. How, how, is there some politics involved there or what? Sky? I mean, yeah. what, what? there's politics with, um, with, with MTK, I think. I think that, you know, the, the promotional outfit he's with it, you know, with the, uh, you know, that they've got some, uh, you know they don't they don't they don't carry well with the TV stations over here for some reason. For me, they're doing a you know tremendous job with him, and uh, you know I, I keep keep the politics out of the out of the boxing. You know, keep it to the fighter. You know. So I guess the YouTube uh, clips of Josh Taylor beating up on Mr. Ramirez. I guess that went crazy in the UK. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was streamed. You know, people were watching it on 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 their phones and stuff. It was streamed. Uh, through various, you know, ways of getting it. But, uh, you know, that fight should have been, uh, should have been on BT Sports or Sky Sports. No doubt about it. It, it even should have been pay per view, wasn't it? There's none of it. Exactly. Two undefeated champions going toe to toe. Speaking of, uh, champions, of course, Tyson Fury undefeated now going to have to go back and, and, and rumble one more time with Deontay Wilder, the ultimate one trick pony of the heavyweight division. Um, is there any, is there any, any chance of anything being different this time? 
I've just got off the phone with one of uh, Tyson Fury's agents, a friend of mine, Spencer, and he's so confident that this fight is just going to be an easy fight. Pedro, he's a dangerous guy. This is a dangerous fight. There's no two ways about it. The, the guy looks like he's lost lost all that weight that he packed on for the second fight. He's back. He's back trim. He's training on keeping distance. Um, anyone, you know, when you fight a guy like Wilder, any at any given time the fight can be ended. You know, so I just hope Tyson. Tyson's training twice a day. He's in shape, but I just hope hope mentally he doesn't, you know, read his own clippings too much that he's got this fella in the bag and. It's a done deal of a win and all the rest of it. But again, politics, Pedro, you know, they're talking about Usyk, uh, um, Usyk uh, and Joshua. Usyk and Joshua. Usyk, you know, and it's, and it's, and it's Anthony Joshua's last fight, uh, in the promotional contract with Barry Hearn. Wow. So, you know, would Usyk present much of a challenge at heavyweight? I mean, I wasn't impressed with his last couple of fights. No, no, no. I don't, I don't think, I think that's just purely a money fight for both fighters. Okay. Speaking of money fights, what are the big money fights right now besides Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua in the UK? I mean, are there anybody, are, Josh Taylor is going to be a big money fight no matter where he goes, I think, in the UK. Hey, what about, let's, hey, let's talk about him luring Terrence Crawford, tells me, and everybody's screaming about, I can't get a fight. Nobody wants to fight me. Let him drop back down to 140 pounds, go across the pond. He could bring his welterweight trinkets with him, and they can match it up 140 pounds and fight for all the marbles. Correct. I mean, if 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 he can make 140 comfortable, that is a no-brainer fight, an absolute no-brainer fight. But do you know what? I think I think the the, the big casinos in Vegas they would probably pay more for the fight than what you know what what could be generated in the UK. Yeah, well, I guess with the crowds starting to open up now, of course, the COVID thing's starting to get re- COVID is starting to, uh, uh, recede to an extent here in, in the United States. Uh, speaking of COVID, how's COVID in the UK? Is this, is it still like, are they still on lockdown or what? Uh, we're not on lockdown, but it's like if you go to, if you go to, um, if, you know, if you socially go for a meal with friends and family at six to a table, no more than you have to wear a mask in, in enclosed environments. Um, you know, you're allowed to walk around the streets without a mask on and stuff like that. But, you know, super, supermarkets, you have to wear a mask. Uh, any, 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 anywhere where there's public, you need to wear a mask unless you're, you're seated. You know, Kenny, for a lot of people, a mask is an improvement. Um, back to 2014, Deontay Wilder and his new trainer, Malik Scott, fought. And Malik Scott took one of the greatest dives in boxing history in Bayamon, Puerto Rico, according to boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer. You remember that dive? I mean, that fight? <laughs> Vaguely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now Malik Scott's calling the shots for Deontay Wilder. So, I mean, how do you know... Is there some type of a in, in, incestuous relationship there between these two guys? I mean, they fought, he took a dive, and now he's coming back to be his yes man in the corner because, you know, uh, Deontay Wilder said that Mark Breland drugged him. He put he put volumes in his water. Well, he's lost the plot, hasn't he, if he's saying things like that. Why Why would Mark Breland want to lose his, money, his, you know, his golden ticket? Why? Well, and another thing, another thing Breland was saying that, uh, for the record that he doesn't like to do bag work. He doesn't like to jump rope. I mean, these are all things that, 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 that made Hector Martinez say for so many years that all Deontay Wilder was, was a street fighter with a right hand. Yeah, and a prolific smoker. A smoke, he smokes cigarettes? Oh yeah, big time. Is it, oh really? I thought, uh, what, not funny cigarettes like me? He smokes real cigarettes? 
He smokes the funny ones. <laughs> hey, we all smoke the funny ones over here. Don't you get it? It beats drinking. <laughs> I mean, look at it. I mean, I thought about it. I mean, you know, I used to hang out with, with the Irish guys in Vegas for the McGuigan fights and this and that. And, and, you know, I'm looking at myself and about 30, 35 years old at the time. And other guys are 30, 35 years old. But they were drinking all the time. And they weren't able to, hold on, retain their game as long. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and, I mean, I, and Kenny, one, one time I popped off one time when I was drunk, and I realized that I couldn't defend myself if I had to, and I said to myself, well, I never, ever put myself in that position ever in my life, and I haven't. Yeah, well, that's good. That's no, no, good. nothing worse than getting your ass kicked drunk. You know how I found that out when I was a policeman? We go to these bar fights, and you go there, and you see some guy that was like six foot five, and you see him all laid out. You say, who beat him up? And they go, that little guy over there. You say, well, how'd that work out? Well, the big guy was wearing dress shoes, you know, those slippery shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to come, you got to come ready to go. So never, I never go out with slippery shoes either. All right, real quick. Joshua and uh, Usek, is that going to, that's going to happen, looks like. So Joshua rolls through Usek. Does Fury roll through, um, does Fury roll through Mr. Deontay Wilder inside of five or six rounds? Is it a quick thing or what? I hope so. I hope so. I really do. Um, because like I say, you know, Wilder's a dangerous cookie. Um, but I think, you know, the only way Joshua, uh, Tyson Fury, sorry, can beat him is by getting on him, jumping on him early and don't give him any room, back him up. This guy can only fight and punch going forward. Going backwards is a different story, and that's what Tyson Fury now knows. He has to jump on his bike and get him. The great Sir Kenneth Rainford on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. That's what we call him, the UK ace. Buddy, have a great week. You too. Kenny Rainford, the Skype worked. Right on, Cuddy. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, with Pedro Fernandez. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend 
told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network brought to you by Low Cost Airlines Call us anytime, day or night and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60PLUS for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Well, where do you hurt? It's my head, Doc. It's my head. Dizzy? Ringing in your ears? Well, I mean, it's all the time, Doc. Like bells? That's it, Doc, like bells. Huh? That Doc. How do they go? Uh, dong, dong, ding, ding, or ding, dong? It's important. Ding, uh, dong? Uh, dong, ding? No second guessing. But, uh, too bad. Should go dong, dong. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The horns of the mighty Tower of Power bring us back from the break. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Usually we're WBC Boxing TV as well, of course, but the Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel is down. They'll get us together. Hopefully we're going to do a Zoom thing real soon. We can Zoom both guys, like the host and the guest, in on the same screen. So we're working on that as I speak. The stream thing is a bit of a headache. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live, where I check it 37, make that 38 plus years now. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Uh, Brandon Figueroa, standing 5'8". Wow, the kid can crack. Of course, the guy from Texas, the current world WBC and WBA 122-pound super bantamweight champion, 22-0 with a draw on 17 wax scores. Coming off that knockout of Luis Neri and grabbing the WBC belt last week, a fortnight ago. I got to tell you, 122 pounds is one of the hottest divisions ever. And what I'm telling you is that it's between Bantamweight and Featherweight, and it has such great... It's, it, it, I mean, a Wilfredo Gomez. He was 32-0 and 0 with like 32 knockouts. Had that draw, I think, when he when he first turned pro. We went on a 32-knockout run. Of course, he uh, was the world champion at 122 in the epic fight. He had maybe the greatest fight of all time in the minds of the great Harold Letterman. And, of course, he's going to... His anniversary is coming up June 13. Harold Letterman had passed away. But Harold told me that the greatest fight he ever judged, not on HBO, but the greatest fight he ever judged as a professional boxing judge, was Lupe Pintor and Wilfredo Gomez. And it went 14 rounds with Pintor resigning on one knee. Bottom line is it was one of the greatest fights of all time. That is 122 pounds. Let's see if Brandon Figueroa can live up to that. Those are That's a tall order. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Another tall order is hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. After the news, we'll bring in... 
of the brain doctor, Dr. Netanetti, and of course we'll go with boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer. Next up, hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide After News right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and a thousand other internet platforms. Bottom line is, After News, hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. USA Radio News with Jeremy Scott. The ceasefire between Israel and Hamas appears to be holding after nearly two weeks of fighting. Secretary of State Antony Blinken discussed the agreement on ABC's This Week. President Biden's focus on relentless, determined, but uh, quiet diplomacy is what got us to, uh, to where we needed to be, uh, which is to get the violence ended as quickly as possible. Uh, to uh, to stop more human suffering and to at least put ourselves in position to make a turn, to make a pivot, to building something uh, more positive. Last week's ceasefire came after nearly two weeks of fighting between Israel and Hamas that left more than 250 dead and hundreds more injured. Mass shootings in New Jersey, Ohio, and Minnesota left more than 30 people wounded and five dead between Saturday night and Sunday morning. The shootings happening at a house party and also a private event promoted on social media. This is USA Radio News. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance, and MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month. You might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by May 30th, and you can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch like more than 400,000 people already have and start saving. Here it is. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. At least 13 people died and three were seriously injured when a cable car in Italy plunged more than 60 feet to the ground Sunday. The accident happened as the cable car was traveling up a mountain, rolling several times down steep slopes before it was stomped by trees. And there's this sad story in China. 21 people participating in a cross-country ultramarathon in China have died. Severe weather moved into the area of the 100-kilometer mountain course, with some racers going missing in the freezing rain and hail. About 150 people were found safe, with several being treated for minor injuries, while eight remained hospitalized. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. At least five people died while trying to escape a lava flow in Congo. Mountain Ira Gongo unleashed lava that destroyed more than 500 homes on the outskirts of Goma. Witnesses saying Sunday the city of 2 million had been mostly spared after the volcano erupted at night, sending thousands fleeing in panic. Still too early for a full death toll in some of the hardest-hit communities. This is USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? 
you'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. Three Republican senators are introducing a bill to allow police to enforce immigration laws. Senator Tommy Tumberville of Alabama is one of them. He tells Fox News. You know, they've cut the legs out of ICE. Uh, Their apprehensions are down almost 70 percent this year with the influx of migrants coming in. You know, that's ridiculous. So this basically says we want to empower the local and state law enforcement, which right now they don't have jurisdiction, but give them the authority to work with ICE. The Biden administration has put limits on immigration and customs enforcement, arresting illegal immigrants starting the day he took office by undoing key Trump-era policies and replacing them with more liberal ones. Republican state attorneys general have been pushing back. Arizona is pursuing litigation, including a lawsuit with Missouri over the administration's narrowed enforcement guidelines. And a perplexing mystery from USA Radio's Wendy King in the Pacific Northwest Bureau. One of the tallest buildings in southern China that shook earlier this week without any explanation has now been closed. The owner of the 71-story SEG Plaza in Shenzhen told everyone to stay out of the tower. He said they're trying to do inspection work to find out why the tower was shaking. The wobbling only lasted for a few minutes, while 15,000 people inside the building were panicking. Officials are having a difficult time finding the cause of the shaking. So far, earthquakes and structural damage have been ruled out. For USA Radio News, I'm Jeremy Scott. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. That is just a fact of life. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Woo, it's going to be good. Thomas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the World Boxing Council. Austin imitated but never duplicated 37, make that 38 plus years now, of knocking out all bums on the radio. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Glove champion, so back in the day I could fight a little bit, or allegedly, and of course... I'm an award-winning writer, so I can write a little bit as well. So I can fight, I can write, but I don't know everything. Therefore, I'm going to open the phone lines up 
all around the world. Give you a shot here. You can show me up. Tell me what you know about the world of boxing. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free no-commitment text line. The text number, 1-415-275-1613. That's one 1- 415-275-1613. Of course, 24 hours removed. Take that back. 18 hours removed from the Undisputed World Junior Welterweight Championship. We'll talk about Josh Taylor uh, winning a unanimous nod after 12 rounds. Of course, Josh come to us undefeated from the UK. 17 is zip. Left 18 is zip. Unanimous decision win over Jose Ramirez coming to us from Central California and Texas. Of course, a good fighter, no doubt about that. Came in at 27 zip. Got dropped in the sixth and the seventh round. The seventh round really hard. The bottom line was he showed a lot of grit and determination to complete the fight. But at the end of the night, no doubt about that, Josh Taylor was the winner. The scorecards, 114-112, which I thought were a bit charitable to Mr. Ramirez. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You know you're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. After the break, we'll talk some boxing news. We'll bring in brain doctor, Dr. Netanseti at about 22 minutes past the hour. And, of course, boxing PhD, Socrates Palmer, joins us at 40 minutes past the hour. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no copays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's R-E-X-M-D dot com. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? 
Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Byline. The great one, Don King, the wire-haired one who no doubt about that, of course, going to turn 90, I believe, August 20th or 21st, 2021. I talked to him about a month and a half, two months ago. He was real brief, of course, defending Donald Trump and still and implying the fact that the entire boxing world is against him and, you know, he's been screwed over for years and this kind of stuff. And I said to myself, you're a billionaire black man. That was a was a convicted felon, a former murderer. I mean, the bottom line is you got pardoned for murder. I mean, how bad of a hand can you get dealt to be a billionaire black man in the world of boxing, making all that money and being dealt a bad hand? I don't think he was dealt a bad hand. Of course, that was just Don King talking his smack. Next week, Jorge Linares, who is a former, uh, well, a pretty good fighter, forty-seven and five. The the knock on those four, five, on those five losses were all of them stopped by inside the distance. Got 29 KOs, of course. He's the opponent for WBC lightweight champion or one of the lightweight champions. Talk about, uh, Devin Haney, 25 and 0, 15 knockouts come to us from the city by the bay, now living in Las Vegas. Of course, a big believer in the snack training, uh, <coughs> Uh, sports nutrition for advanced, uh, when the bottom line is Victor Conti's product line down there, but he's going to take on Jorge Linares. Of course, this is a bit of a, uh, people think it's a, it's a work fight for Mr. Taney. Of course, he showed unbelievable hand skills a couple fights ago, but then again, in that last fight, when he took on Yori Gamboa in November of 2020, I wasn't all that impressed. I mean, Terrence Crawford knocked him down like four or five times in the fight. It was like an elevator ride for Yuri Gamboa when he fought the aforementioned Mr. Crawford. I mean, up, down, up, down, up, down, <clears throat> and then... <clears throat> So uh he goes into this fight, he said Devin Haney goes into this fight, says I'll knock him down more than more than uh more than Crawford did. Well he never knocked Yuri Gamboa down once. I think he heard him might have once or twice, but nothing severe. Anyway, the bottom line is he has twenty five and zip. Uh I would have to say he's probably a prohibitive favorite, You're probably a three or four to one favorite, if not more, over a Jorge Linares. Of course, it's going down May the twenty ninth on the zone. Now, Ryan Garcia, my favorite Lightweight, no doubt about that. Another WBC title holder trying to figure out that maze at 135 pounds. But, of course, he is on the shelf right now having emotional issues. Uh, Mauricio Suleiman, the president of the World Boxing Council, said that <clears throat> he heard that he was back in training and things seemed to be going in the right direction for him. So we wish him the very best. But the lightweight champion is in action real soon. I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez, the man, the franchise champion of the WBC. I mean, 16 is zip. 12 KOs, of course, coming off, coming off that thumping of, uh, Vasil Lomachenko. Of course, Lomachenko is going to take on Mr. Nakatami, uh, Mas, Maososhi Nakatami. That's going to go down in a couple of months anyway. Lomachenko coming back off the, the milk carton. I mean, he, that's, I couldn't, I hadn't seen him for months. He was on the side of milk cartons. He was missing in action. Anyway, George Cambrosis Jr., 19 and zip, coming to us from the, uh, down under world of Australia and New Zealand. Of course, he's going to take on Lopez. This fight's going to go down on the zone as well. Of course, that's going to go down the 19th of June, and then a week later, it's going to
going to be Gervonta Davis, another guy that has a claim somewhere between 130 and 140 pounds. I think he's got the WBA 130-pound strap, the WBA 135-pound strap, and now he's going after the WBA 140-pound strap. He's taking on a kid from Texas. I think it's Mario Barrios, Barrios or something like that. Barrios is undefeated, but... I don't think that Davis and these guys will be going after a guy they didn't think they could beat. So Davis is a slight favorite going into this fight, but he is moving up two weight classes as far as his last fight was concerned. Of course, that was 130 pounds, and that was a good performance. No doubt about that. I think that his peak, his best fight will probably be his best fighting weight for Javante Davis. Call him Tank will probably be at 130 pounds because he always looked like a chubby 135 pounder. But then again, discipline has always been his uh, lack. Uh, it's been his lack. I mean, he's had problems outside the ring. I mean, car accident. There was a car accident, car wreck. He got into a uh, in November or October of last year. Of course, a hit and run car accident. He was indicted by a grand jury. When a grand jury jumps in and indicts you for a car accident, I think you're in some type of trouble. Anyway, bottom line is we'll see how that fares out. But Davis is going to take on a 140 pound champion. It looks like June 26th on pay per view. And the question is. Can he get anybody to watch him on pay-per-view? Are our boxing fans that star, our boxing fans that starved that they will spend money on a pay-per-view like that? Who knows? Of course, this is a, a promotional gamble, but most of these guys that gamble are gambling with other people's money, so it's no big thing. Now, 135 pounds, without a doubt, Lopez is king. Who's next? I don't know. Is it Gervonta Davis, Lomachenko, of course, the former champion, Richard Comey? I'd have to eliminate him from that mix. Devin Haney? What is there, what is what is Ryan Carson? No, Teofimo Lopez calls Devin Haney the email champion because he never beat anybody for the title. They just gave it to him. So, ooh, 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 Devin Haney. Ryan Garcia, George Cambrosis, the rest of the guys in the top 15 as far as lightweight is concerned are really no names. So, we've got these top stars, Lopez, Davis, Lomachenko, and Haney. What's going to happen? And Ryan Garcia with an asterisk because of the emotional issues. What's going to happen there? 135 pounds is the way to go, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Row. I check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Coming up next, our brain doctor. That's right, Dr. Netan Seti. Of course, my man, when it comes to telling us about boxing, the effects of boxing, how to make boxing safer, how to make training safer, we'll talk about that in depth with New York's top boxing doctor from the New York State Athletic Commission. I'm talking about Dr. Seti. Next up on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, with Pedro Fernandez. Mighty Tower of Power, straight up you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, checking your inside look in the world of boxing and combat sports. On the line from New York City, I believe, the premium doctor in the world of uh, boxing and brains. I'm talking about Dr. Nitin Sethi, of course, coming to us from Cornell University in New York Presbyterian Hospital. He's an associate professor of neurology. I can go on and on, but the bottom line is it would take me an hour to read his resume. Bottom line is, Doc, how are you? I'm good, Pedro. How are you? How's, how, how's your health? How's family? I'm excellent. I mean, everybody's taking the vaccine out here. So, I mean, California seems to be on the road to recovery. We're going to start to open things up. I hope to be able to promote a dance for uh, some people in July and then September and then in October. So, well, I mean, I'm looking for good things. I'm hoping the world's coming back here. Excellent. I, I, I'm, I'm glad you're in good health, yes. And uh, the same thing in New York. We are slowly but surely opening up. Okay. How, as a doctor, how has this affected, how has this coronavirus affected you and your family? I mean, you see patients and is, is there a certain risk involving seeing patients in, during the coronavirus and all that kind of good stuff or what? Yes, Pedro, you know, when the pandemic uh, hit us in New York City in the beginning of like 
March, April last year, it kind of hit us like a tsunami. I mean, and before we knew it, so many New Yorkers were sick. As you're probably aware of, a lot of a lot of members from our boxing family mm-hmm. uh, got sick. Some of them, unfortunately, lost their battle to this disease. Mm-hmm. For me personally, Francisco Mendes, uh, brother to me, uh, I used to train in Mendes Boxing. Uh, he, unfortunately, lost his battle to COVID. Uh, so for doctors, you know, we were all redeployed to help out, uh, help manage the COVID crisis. Some of us were sent to the emergency room. Some of the, some of us were redeployed to ICU settings. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a tough time. And uh, I think New York City really took the brunt of it. And, uh, I'm glad things are, things are better now. And we're hoping that boxing and MMA comes back to a uh, New York state soon. Okay. Boxing had packed 73,000 people into the, uh, into a Dallas stadium a couple weeks ago. Some people thought that wasn't too smart considering most people weren't wearing masks. So I'm going to go with my last pandemic question for you. I'm continuing to wear the mask for the most part in public. Do you think that's a smart thing to do, Doc? I do. I, I think first and foremost, uh, we should encourage people to get vaccinated. A lot of people are still hesitant about about getting vaccinated, we should fi- we should try to find out why are they hesitant. Try to address politics. Stock, I hate to interrupt you, but my my brother, my blood brother, discovered me through through DNA and genealogy about three years ago, and uh, he's had a liver transplant. He had we had a, a lot of alcoholics in the family, but he had a liver transplant. So I mean, science saved his life, right? He won't get the vaccine because he told me Bill Gates put a chip in it. Right. So, you know, there are a lot of these concerns going around, health concerns. The vaccine will make me sick. Some people like these concerns about having a chip. They're going to, you know, it's going to change my genetic code. You know, I can sustain (laughs) like your program, the way you're talking about it. That helps to allay people's anxiety. Uh, So vaccination, I think, is, is the backbone on which the world will open up. And then I personally answering your question, I would say, yes, wear a mask. Uh, there's no harm in wearing a mask, especially when you are in a crowded arena. In fact, I think that's the, that should be the recommendation. Uh, it, it, you know, this disease is strange because you have to not just protect yourself, you have to protect others around you. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of a collective responsibility. Everybody in the arena is protecting everybody else. I think that's just been sensible about it. Okay. Dr. Nitin Sethi is our guest, of course, the Associate Professor of Neurology at New York Presbyterian Hospital and Cornell Medical Center as well. i got to ask you some questions. You know, as far as boxing is concerned, I used to watch guys get whooped up in the gym. And I used to whoop up on guys in the gym. In fact, I was a bit of a, a monster in the gym. And because I felt that you had to fight at the same, you had to train at the same speed you fought at. Some people disagreed with that method, but I didn't. Anyway, the bottom line is a lot of guys took up, took lumps in the gym that probably bordered, bordered on concussions. Is that, is that where most of the damage is being done or a lot of damage is being done in training? Well, Pedro, that's a, that's where I think the concern is raised that are we, are boxers suffering head, head injuries, concussions while they're training? And this just does not just apply to professional boxers. It might apply to people who are doing amateur boxing. And I think the reason why it's important to talk about this subject is because these concussions and head injuries can be prevented. I mean, a sparring, a training camp, you know, these are controlled environment. Everything is controlled. It's not like it's not a fight going on where things are not under your control. So if you are sparring, you have a trainer, 
you know, there's no reason for people to suffer head injuries and concussions while they're sparring. And as you're probably aware of, in, in some fights which happened recently, concern was raised that, raised that the boxer entered the fight after he had suffered a concussion while training. So are some of these boxers getting concussed in the training camp and they're coming into the fight already concussed and not fully recovered? That's one thing which I think the boxing community has, has been looking into. A lot of concern has been raised, and I think we should discuss about that. Yeah. In 1989, Rico Velasquez fought in San Jose for the California Lightweight Championship, and he had been knocked out in training by Romero Adamas a couple months earlier in Harlington, Texas, and he went into convulsions. They never told anybody about it. I found out when I did a little expose after the fight, but he went into a fight having been in convulsions just like six weeks earlier, and he died. That was unfortunate, but you see this. That was, a, that was obviously a preventable death. True, and so exactly, you know, you should not have a, have a boxer who's concussed entering the ring. Absolutely not. So it's very important that we have some mechanism where, first and foremost, we can identify these concussions which occur during training. The reason I say that identify, because as you and I last spoke, a lot of people still don't realize that a concussion, the symptoms of a concussion can be very, very subtle. You know, you get you, you walk into a stiff jab, you walk into a right, your bell is rung a little bit, uh, yeah, little, little, you feel a little off, little glazed look, you know, you feel a little bit subjective headache, a little dizzy, you, you feel as if I'm slightly off. You know, a lot of people may not realize that, that that might be a mild concussion. You know, the lights are bothering you after that, the sounds are bothering you, you have a little ringing in your ear. Those are concussions. Now, they are very subtle. That's the reason why sometimes they might be missed in the training camp and people are going all out training for a fight. And, and, and like I said, first and foremost, you don't want concussions to occur in training. Why keep adding on to the burden of brain damage? All these concussions add up. You can say that some concussions are inevitable during a fight. They are going to occur. Boxing is a, is a contact sport you are going to see concussions. But why not prevent them while sparring? Why not prevent them doing the training camp? Because in the end, they all add up. It's the total number of concussions which is going to determine what happens to this boxer's health long after his or her career is over. Okay, Doc, I got to, Dr. Nitin said these are guests. I got to ask you about the, the world of mixed martial arts and, and the UFC especially. They don't, they don't throw in the towel at all, Doc. I mean, these, they, they're, they're fighting these guys like they were, like, like they were just pieces of meat thrown out there until you just like, they're death match after death match. And un, unfortunately, this isn't professional wrestling where guys really aren't getting that hurt. These guys are getting hurt. These are real death matches. So can, are you seeing any of the residual effects of these guys getting kicked in the head and, and being choked out, that kind of stuff? Is it different from boxing? Is it more severe than boxing or is it just look worse than boxing? I think, Pedro, that's a good question. It's hard to answer that. You know, MMA is still a, quite a recent sport as compared to boxing. Boxing, you know, we, it's been around for a longer time. We kind of know the dangers of boxing. MMA, as, you, as you're aware of, it's just not hits to the head. There are these chokes, a vascular choke. Uh, you know, there are all these submissions by different types of submissions. So exactly how much injury, how much was the injury burden? I think the data is still coming out. But 
what I what I always say when I whenever I talk about boxing, MMA, and I I have boxed. I love the sport of boxing. I'm passionate about it. Is that you cannot nobody can defend boxing by saying boxing is good for the brain. <laughs> as as a community of people who like boxing, who promote boxing, we are passionate about boxing. All of us should acknowledge that the risks that boxing poses to the health of these athletes. Once we acknowledge that, then we should try to figure out how can we make the sport more safe. I think that's a sensible thing to do, whether it's boxing or MMA. Okay, is a smaller glove the 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 answer in boxing? In other words, is it better to take one sharp blow and have your bell rung than to take ninety softer blows? It's a good question, uh, Pedro, and I don't know the answer. You know, there are people who give me. I, I'm I'm a student of boxing too, and I, I and I I have asked this 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 question to trainers, people who you know uh, professional boxers, you know. With respect to this training, I can what what we have recommended recently in an article we wrote is that sparring should always be done with, with 16 ounces gloves, mm-hmm. and you know that's probably the best thing to do. It exception is big big heavyweights who may use an 18 ounce glove uh, under 50 under 150 pounds. You may use a 14 ounce glove. Use gloves which are made by a good manufacturer. You know those are the things which you can do. Simple things which protect protect you from head injuries during sparring and training. Wow. You, you, you brought it all up there. I mean, the gloves, I used to wear the 14-ounce gloves, and they were they were custom-made for my hand. I had a guy making gloves for me. The great Flory Flores, Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay, said that the greatest gloves in the history of boxing were the Flores boxing gloves made in uh, Burlingham, California, and Ray Flores and Ali were tight through the 1960 National Golden Gloves, and then Everlast came along and wrote Muhammad Ali a bigger check. <laughs> you know the history of boxing better than me, Pedro. To an extent, a little bit. I, you know, I, I miss Ray Flores. He had a bar. He used to make these these boxing gloves in a, in a garage in Burlingame, California, which is about thirty miles from San Francisco. And he would make these boxing gloves in in his garage in the back of a near his house in Burlingame, California. He was also a bar owner, so he was a character, no doubt about that. And, and Cassius Clay, and Muhammad Ali loved him, no doubt about that. Now back to questions for Doctor Nettensetti, of course, our brain expert. Now. I got to ask you about transgender athletes. Now, I'm of the opinion that men are men to an ex- to physically, and when they cross over to females, they seem to be annihilating female competition in combat sports. But yet, when you put it the other way around and have women transforming to men, they don't seem to win. Yeah, so, you know, the, the transgender athletes, should they participate in combat sports you know there's a lot of ongoing debate about this you know and you can you can kind of the way i look at it is let's assume you have a transgender woman and she's fighting against a cisgender woman so a transgender woman is basically somebody who was biologically born a male and she has transformed into a woman now and she's going to fight a woman who was born a woman and is a woman now Concern is raised that the transgender woman in this case, she has the, you know, by the time the professional career starts, she has already acquired the the bony structure, the musculature of being the male because puberty has set in. So if you let a transgender woman fight a cisgender woman, you're worried the fact, like you said, that, you know, that's not a fair competition. You're worried about the health and safety of the cisgender woman. Now, you can you can you can try to say, well, you know, the flip side, let's assume you have a transgender 
man fighting a cisgender man. That means a person biologically was a woman and now he has transformed into a male. Okay, again, and he's fighting a person who's born a male and is still a male. Now, the problem is raised is by the time he transforms into a male, puberty has set in, you know, by the time uh, he launches his professional career. So he still has the musculature, the skeleton of a woman. And so now you're worried about this transgender man uh, because you're worried about the fact that the cisgender man might be might have more advantage. So I think the, the way to look at this is how can we try to try to make sure that, you know, there's a level playing field. So in the end, we, what we all want is we want two equally skilled and matched athletes competing in the ring or cage at a at a level playing field. OK, so you don't want to have health. You don't you want you don't want to have health concerns and safety concerns for any of those two combat combatants. So. I think those are those are important issues which combat sports will have to deal with. Okay. You know, what I do strongly feel is transgender rights are an important issue. And, you know, the combat sports community, like you are talking about it, we should we should talk about them. We, we should support transgender rights. You know, the we should support the gender identity of an individual, you know, not discriminate against them. But how do we go about making sure that it's safe to do this? That's something where we have to study the science and the science will give us answers. How do we approach this? Can we, can we, can, should we allow it? Should we not allow it? And if we allow it, how do we ensure that it remains a fair, competitive contest and is safe for all, both the combatants? Doc, I got to cut you off on that. Dr. Netan Sethi, our guest, no doubt about that. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you in a few weeks, Doc. You're welcome, Pedro. Take good care. The great Dr. Netan Sethi, of course, Mr. Brain Doctor on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. 
For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Hard as hustle, anything is boxing, though. I don't know what you do for a living, but pretty sure ain't nobody punching you all in your eyes. I watched one fight. Roy Jones got hit so hard, my TV moved. He was asleep like he got knocked out of the club. The ref was like 241. 242. Roy was snoring. He was really knocked out. He was laying there so long, they had to start another fight. Roy was still there. Fighters had to dance around Roy. The Tower of Power Superstroke Band, of course, Doc Kupka's uh, side band when he isn't doing his thing with the mighty Tower of Power. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. Your inside look at the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, Canelo Alvarez looks like he's going to be taking on Caleb Plant, who holds the last, I think, holds the IBF belt at 168 pounds. Plant 21-0. 12 KOs. Looks like that fight's going to take place sometime in September. I think it was September 18th to be exact. I'll get that date a little bit later. But the bottom line is Canelo, action, Canelo Alvarez in action a fortnight ago, back in action in September. And he may fight again in November. So he's an active guy, no doubt about that. Now, we take it from the West Coast to the East Coast and bring in uh, boxing's PhD. I'm talking about Mr. Socrates Palmer. And Sock, who's Greg Luganis? Luganis? Greg, oh, <laughs> Greg Luganis was, uh, an Olympic hero for the United States, uh, Greek descent from your neck of the woods, uh, El Cajon, California, I believe. And, uh, he was a diver. And then one of the first athletes to openly come out as, uh, being gay. Okay, but but you compared Malik Scott to him. So what? What? what, what I don't understand. Malik Scott, Ray, Greg Gladys, fill me in. Well, in in the sense that I firmly believe, and and I think most people that that watch that fight feel that Malik Scott took a a dive, as they used to call it. You know, he 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 put his good buddy Deontay Wilder over with a uh, a shot that really um, didn't seem like it landed. You know, it was. Pretty uh, uh, suspicious, and he went down like a like a someone that was expected to, you know, someone who who made a an arrangement prior to the fight. I put it at that. I remember the Atlantic City Express with Bruce Selden in a fight with Mike Tyson. I think he went down from a shot to the shoulder. That's a good one, absolutely. <laughs> and and, and he, more recently, um, 
the guy that uh, from New Jersey that fought Lara, uh, Lamana. He got hit with a shot that I hope his rotator cup is okay. <laughs> they buried it on Fox right before the uh, Ruiz Areola pay per view. So, okay, I mentioned yeah. the aforementioned. I just brought up Caleb Plant, of course, the IBF title holder at 168 pounds, 21 in zip, 12 KOs. Canelo Alvarez, 56, 1 and 2, 38 wax. Is this guy lunch meat for Canelo or is this a fight? I think uh, it's going to be a competitive fight up until the first bell rings. You know, I think Caleb Plant's going to talk a good talk. I think the there's going to be a, cer- a certain sector of of uh, boxing geeks that always like to give extra credit to a guy who's a quote-unquote great boxer. Uh, but Caleb Plant, I think, is no match for, for Canelo Alvarez. I, I think Canelo will walk through him. And I, be- I really believe that Caleb Plant is, I mean, more power to him if he gets $10 million, but I think he's almost making himself uh, an offer. Uh, he's pricing himself out. Listen, in terms of his demands. if they offer him a million dollars, he should do it because that's more money he's ever made in his life. He turned down six. He turned you know, down before. six. Oh. So, I mean, a couple of months back, you know. So, I, you know, let, let's see what happens. I mean, I, hopefully they do make the fight happen. I mean, I guess it's negotiations, right? You yeah. know, DeBell and his people and Al Heyman will do right by everybody. I mean, you, you know, it, this is a, a chance to be on the biggest stage for at least one night. And then, you know, it's going to, you figure that the later in, in the calendar year that it happens, the crowd, I mean, you're, you're going to make some bread, believe me, you know. Boxing. Plant will be able to take care of his family. Okay. Boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer is our guest. Of course, he usually comes to us on Saturday, the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour on many of these same stations. Of course, live on iHeartRadio and Sirius XM Satellite Radio, channel 217. And, of course, the Twitch.tv, U.S. Sports Byline USA channel when it's working. But the bottom line is we've got him back Sunday because last night a dramatic fight took place in that the W, they got back in, and then that the entire world 140 pound championship was on the line, no matter what sanctioned body you're with. All four of them, all four of the major bodies were there and talk about WBA, WBC, IBF, and WBO. Of course, hooking this up was Josh Taylor. He put them all together. He's now the ring magazine as well. Champion 18 0 with a 12 round unanimous nod over Jose Ramirez. The scores were 114, 112. And before the scores came in, Boxing's PhD sent me a scorecard 114, 112. He almost lost it, Taylor, with complacency, huh? I think so. I mean, he. I mean, maybe you could make an. Ex- <laughs> you could make a good argument that Kenny Bayless helped Ramirez survive uh, after one of the knockdowns. Wait, wait, time out, time out. What was that all about there? What was going on there? I don't know, man. I I, I think Kenny's lost a little bit off the fastball. I think it's time for him to kind of ease his way out of the mainstream fights. I mean, he. It's not the first time that he's kind of been inept, you know, and, and I've heard, as a matter of fact, when one of your, your texts, uh, it's either corruption or, or, or incompetence. So, you know, Kenny Bellis did not have his best night, you know, and I don't want to dump on the guy. And he, you know, he's been in the sport for a long time, but maybe too, really... maybe, listen, I, I knew him and his brother. They're both from Northern California. His brother's from up here in Northern California. Okay. I can't remember his brother had a funny name, but, um, I mean, they've been around a long time. They were cornermen. They were inspectors and that kind of good stuff. But there's a guy that was part of, they had a singing group with Tony Weeks. Tony Weeks was the lead singer and he left another referee down there in, in Nevada. But they had a singing group of about four or five of these guys. And the best referee among the bunch here 
I can't remember his name, but he only gets one fight every once in a while. God, his name's killing me. But the bottom line is, Kenny Bayless is a go-to guy in Nevada. It seems that way, you know. Um, but uh, I think that something needs to happen. You know, uh, I guess the more, like I said, I don't want to kick a dog while he's down, but maybe the more media criticism he gets, the more uh, the Vegas Commission, you know, looks at it and... Uh, he did not have a great night. And Josh Taylor, not to get off the original question, I thought Josh Taylor kind of got a little, you know, complacent. Like you said, you know, there was, I thought he could have stepped in the gas a little bit. And looking at the punch stats, it was a real dead even fight. And, and I'm not a big CompuBox person, but I believe Taylor only landed 11 more punches. Um, but those knockdowns were brutal. I mean, you can see. It took the fight out of Ramirez, and credit to Ramirez for dusting himself off. Uh, footwork was not the best. He caught, he got caught square both times, and Josh Taylor really imposed a physicality that I didn't think he had in his arsenal. You know, I thought that if Taylor were to win, he'd have to really outwork him, and it wasn't the case. It, it, his punch output wasn't like that of uh, when he fought pro grades. You know, he really used his physicality, was sneaky in there, borderline. Uh, bending the rules a little bit, and it was a spectacular performance. You know, the, the, I thought the right decision happened. Uh, the the scores were, like you had said earlier, right. I was right on board with the one fourteen, one twelve, and the the world is the oyster for uh for the Scotsman. Okay, Robert Garcia's guy failed boxing one on one's basics last night. I mean, pulling out of a clinch with your hands down, your chin up in the air. I can go on and on, but. Is Robert Garcia destined to be the guy that's supplying the championship opponent per se, and not the champion? Ooh, no. I mean, Rob's had a good run, you know. Uh, aside, you know, his his own brother, of course, Mikey, and and he had a good run with Ramirez. And it's not to say that Ramirez is done. I mean, just you know, lost to the better fighter. Um, and, and Robert's had uh, he's he's also got maybe the best uh, the future of the sport in this stable as well, uh, Ortiz. So. I think, you know, a credit to, you gotta give credit to Taylor and his coach, uh, Ben Davidson. Ben Davidson is starting to emerge as, uh, in that same, uh, realm when you start talking about elite cornermen, you know, obviously with his first known for his work with, uh, Tyson Fury. And then now he's got the undisputed, uh, uh best fighter at 140 pounds. You know, Nacho Berestein used to be the best guy in the corner, I thought. He was a, Mex a Mexican professor, trainer, manager, that kind of good stuff. It looks like Eddie Reynoso's becoming a pretty astute guy in the corner there. The kid. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's, you know what, it, it's, a lot of it is, you know, who who you bring to the dance. You know, sometimes there's certain guys that, that, that you never hear of that are just excellent trainers, you know, great motivators, great strategists. Um, and they, some guys that you figure that are just lucky enough to have the great fighter, you know, but, uh, Reynoso's building a great reputation for himself. Uh, let's see how he does with the rest of, uh, Andy Ruiz's career. And of course, he's got the number one guy in the sport in Canelo. I think that doesn't hurt either. <laughs> Shakur Stevenson, superstar or not? What do you, has he got the potential? Well, um, he's certainly being managed very carefully. That's one thing, you know, he, I'm still waiting for him to, to get tested. You know, um, I think from what you see, he's got all the physical tools. Um, he's moving up in weight. Uh, I like 
the fact that he's fighting at a little bit more entertaining pace, you know, instead of defense first, because let's face it, I mean, offense sells in all sports. And, 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 and I'm, you know, he, I know he's a work in progress. Guys like Lomachenko kind of spoiled everybody because you're thinking this guy comes from the Olympics and, you know, 10 fights, you know, less than 10 fights, he's, he's in the conversation with the best pound for pound fighters in the world. So I, I, I believe he's being managed correctly. And only time will tell with Shakur Stevenson. Uh, but there's a lot of other guys that, that, that he's going to have to get through. You know, is, is he ever going to meet up, uh, with, um, oh, the kid that, that destroyed, uh, you oh know, boy, uh, Valdez. You know, I mean, there's fights out there, you know, and, and when are they going to match him up? You know, um, Stevens is getting taken on a guy named Jeremiah Nakathila, who's 21 and 1, but I was looking at his resume. He, he hasn't fought too many guys better than you or me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's really, I mean, he's getting a pass. You know, I mean, Andre Ward, we know, is, you know, is very influential in him, and, and he's got James Prince. I mean, sooner or later, he's, he's really fighting subpar competition that I don't think does anything for his career. And, um, you know, as far as him being a ticket seller, it's going to be a hard out for him, you know, because it, it, it was recently, I believe, he revealed that he's half Puerto Rican. I think that'll help, you know, in terms of being a, a big ticket draw in the East Coast. You know, but to be a star, you got to put asses in seats, right? Yeah. And, 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 and knock people out. And, uh, you, you brought up James Prince of, uh, Sir, Ra he was with Rapalot Records. And he, um, I went down to Houston and he was not a guy I ever wanted to cross. Do you know what I mean by that? James Prince has a reputation of being a real, uh, menacing figure in the underworld, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to put it lightly. Uh, <laughs> And even at 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 an, at an age, he he's considered now an old G, <laughs> you know. Uh, and if uh, if any further clarifications, you can ask Mr. Uh, Leonard Ellerby and Floyd Mayweather about <laughs> James Prince's reputation. He sort of outbluffed them, didn't he? He outbluffed them, and you know, uh, he uh, showed him that it's more than a game. You know, from the the famous story is that. Mayweather's people uh, were pistol whipped in the gym, you know, and uh, and I'll leave it at that, you know. To, apparently, <laughs> look, you know, boxing's PhD, the one, the only Socrates Palmer. Of course, he comes to us uh, on Saturdays, at 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Say hello to Sophie. Say hello to the young man, Sebastian. And of course, say hello to your lovely wife, man. She, she allows me to come into your world once or twice a week, and I thank her very much. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate the time, and uh, all the best to you always. Boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. 
they gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network brought to you by Low Cost Airlines Call us anytime, day or night and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Pay for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. I'm not saying that Asian people look alike, but you know what's got to be the easiest job in the world? Has got to be one of those police sketch artists in Hong Kong. I mean, come on. No matter who you decide to draw. That's the guy. Of course that's the guy. He's five foot one, he's got a haircut like Mo, and he's Chinese. What if we narrowed it down to a billion people? We should find him by sunset. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and they're being brought back by the mighty Tower of Power. Ain't nothing stopping us now, circa 1976, the first album on CBS Records, I believe. You are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition, wrapping things up here. Of course, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to the show. If you're listening to us for the very first time, let me welcome you to the Ring Talk family. If you've been here a while, you know what time it is. 
Bottom line is, Teofimo Lopez, of course, going to do his thing in a couple of weeks. George Cambrosis, he's looking to stop Cambrosis and make a statement. I think he'll need to as far as 135-pound supremacy is concerned because there's other guys at 130, like the aforementioned Devin Haney, who's going to try to make a mark next week with uh, Jorge Linares. He says this fight with Linares will prove that he's one of boxing's best. Not one of the best lightweights, but one of boxing's best. We'll see. That's going to take place next week on The Zone. So Devin Haney and Jorge Linares next week on The Zone. Check it out. If you don't have The Zone yet, like uh, my buddy down there, superstar Bill, Bill O'Neill. Of course, uh, Grandmaster Bill doesn't have doesn't have the zone. He watches fights on ESPN, and he calls me and says, "What's happening to the other fights?" Well, you got to know what's happening. So to know what's happening, you got to have both the zone and ESPN Plus. That's just the way it is. And you maybe Showtime to an extent, but I guess you can bootleg the Showtime fights. But you can't bootleg all the fights on the zone and all the fights on ESPN. Plus, ESPN has the UFC if you want. Speaking of the UFC, last night they had a. Uh, uh, four fights on their main card. Four of the five fights went to a decision. That's not the way the UFC fans want to see it. But the bottom line is, I think that's starting to wane as far as its uh, attractiveness is concerned. Even though they generated $890 million in the year 2020, I think the UFC has maybe seen its best days. I kid you not. We'll talk about that in depth on next week's show. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday and Sunday. 11 a.m. Pacific time, live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Of course, live on Sirius XM, Satellite Channel 217, iHeartRadio, SportsByline.com, and a thousand other Internet platforms. Listen, you could be doing a million things right now, but the fact you're listening to me and Ring Talk Live Worldwide, well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Until next time, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and this is Ring Talk. Ring Talk.